Hey, what's up, guys? It's Marcus with the Live from the Shed podcast. I am here with two fine young gentlemen. Where? Uh, <laughs> where? Yeah. where? Uh, Justin Cotter and Adam Waddle, um, two fellow comedians here in Las Vegas. To use the term loosely. All right. <laughs> uh, what do you guys want to talk about tonight? Let's talk about pussy. <laughs> And how we don't get it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, could this be a two-parter? <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot to unpack there. All right, Justin, when did you start comedy? Uh, man, really, I started back, I think I did my first open mic probably in 2011, really. Okay, what was your first mic? I was in Oklahoma at the Looney Bin. At the at the Looney Bin. At the Looney Bin. Nice. Yeah. Was it like a Tuesday at seven p.m. Something like that. Yeah, with a great crowd too. Yeah. Hell yeah! I uh, I followed a guy in a wheelchair, and he had like thirty seconds right up front, and then he had nothing. Oh. And he had one great joke though. He's like, he was in a wheelchair, and he said, "I hate people with crutches." And that, <laughs> it, it was a strong start, but it went downhill from there. You know. You could say he was handicapped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the rim shot button? All right. Uh, Adam, same question. When did you start comedy? I like to think I started in the womb. You know, I was just, <laughs> just killing it. I was just born with it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like most people aren't, but I just was. You know. Okay. When did you start writing? Uh, start writing. Uh, as soon as you got out of the womb. <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as I started writing, you know, like <laughs> as soon as I <laughs> could put pen to paper. No, no. I started like seven years ago. And okay. I started at uh, Meatheads, which is a fucking... Meatheads. It was ran right. by Angie Crum, who uh, fucking... Oh, I've heard of her. Yeah, she's awesome. She's been running, she ran shows forever in Vegas. You guys are just a little bit newer than yeah. she was. But she lives out in L.A. now, but uh, yeah. And oh, so she that. thinks she's better than us. Yeah, yeah she's... She, well, she is. Oh, he's like, well, she is. She probably is a lot better than yeah. us. Yeah, no, yeah. But that's not saying a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, there's only one better place to be from here. That's better. So when you started, Justin, what was your like goals in comedy? Where were you? Where did you want to go? What did you want to do? Uh, I was just doing it because I had recently gotten off tour with a band, and I just wanted to get on stage. Like even just getting on stage was just my buddy was like, "Hey, there's a comedy show. Let's go." And beforehand, they did an open mic, and I just saw some people, and I was like, "Well, like I haven't been on stage in a couple months, and I think I could write a little set." So. I just went, I rated about a week and I wrote four minutes and went up there. I had no goals. I just started doing it and it was fun. And that's why I've kind of done it on and off, really. Okay. I do it until it's not fun. Have your goals changed since then? Yeah. I mean, like now I'm trying to get back in gear with it and trying to, I mean, trying to write more, trying really to put myself out there. I, I think the most serious I ever took it was when I was in San Diego. That's when I was kind of getting booked. They have a fun scene. scene. Oh, it's a great scene. Although I went back recently, like dog show up, dog show up in due time and (laughs) straight up. Yeah, I was I was down there recently. They were doing three minute sets at a spot, and like and like they were really like lighting people and playing at like two forty five. Like they even went two three. Like they would castrate you. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I had a. I I went to L A. I was working on some houses with my uncle, and we. uh, I hit one mic while there, and it was so funny because, like, as soon as the outsider showed up, everybody went outside. <laughs> they were like, really? this, is a, this is a Vegas comic. We don't know this guy. Wow. Fuck him. Really? <laughs> yeah. So, they played inside baseball. Yeah. They're, they're just like, you know what? Fuck this guy. He's from Vegas. He's going to big time us. Uh, what about you, Adam? What were your goals in comedy? I still for the bitches. 
Hell yeah. This guy. This is going so well. <laughs> how's, that, how's that worked out for you? This is going so well. <laughs> Alright, back to Justin. I fucked on, and now kids coming because of it, so. Ha. Proof. Proof. Yeah. Proof. Biology. <laughs> I'm yeah. not a virgin, you guys. Prove it. By the way, Adam, I mean to tell you this. You might want to get a paternity test. Because oh, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm going to get a paternity test. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not stupid. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I definitely would. Uh, <laughs> So what was your first show, Justin? My first uh, what, book like, book show. My first book show was at a pizza place. Uh, oh yeah, Spinelli's uh, in, in Louisville. It was some little. <laughs> it, it was some little spot in Oklahoma. That's where I mean, really, most of what I've done has been in Oklahoma. Okay. As far that's where I really. I mean, I took I because every time I move, you kind of take a break. And you have to start over when you get into a oh, new yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah. And I already had so many music connections in Oklahoma that basically I was like, hey, can we open up for bands? Mm-hmm. And so at this pizza place where they used to do music, we got basically set up to where we could open up with about four comics. And that's like my favorite thing to do. I got to do Awesome Possum's house show because it's a great crowd because yeah. they're just like they're warming up. They're anyway. vibing. Yeah, yeah, like they're drinking. They just want something to fill the space, you know. Right. So like a lot of them are pretty. Uh, and sometimes, sometimes in that scenario, you'll get like a harsh crowd, but it's always an interactive crowd. It's never yeah. a, uh, it's never an, a crowd that kind of just puts it off. <laughs> like mediocre, not there to laugh. No, like they're all very engaged. Whether that's good or bad, it really right. kind of depends. But. They're into it. What about you, Adam? What was your first book show? First book show? In the womb. Uh, my first book show was at, um, was it's it? actually I've a funny story. <laughs> the first book show I got on, I got kicked off of the first time. <laughs> I got banned from a room because of it. Okay. I, I got to hear this. I, I have to hear this, this Sapphire, but I already believe it. I went to the Sapphire Comedy Hour at the strip club. Okay. Okay, so I was like, I got there, and I was doing really well. I had a great set going, but then I said, hey, why? it's like, are you guys all on dates? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, oh, why did you guys bring sand to the beach? Is it because this beach might have crabs on it? Which is a good, solid joke. I like it. <laughs> and then the dude lit me and he was like, oh, you made fun of the strippers. I was like, ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of like... That's kind of my job. That's kind of what we do in strip clubs and everywhere else. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, prove me to me they don't all have crabs, you know? Yeah, prove it to me. No, but then I was supposed to come back the next night and he's like, don't come back. But he's like, you can come back and get paid. You just can't go on. <laughs> oh, that's... Yeah. That sounds like the perfect gig. So at least I got paid for it. Yeah, yeah it sounds like you got. Yeah, I got a decent story. Got out a of decent it, gig out of it. <laughs> Who was the promoter at that show? Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, change the subject. Uh, Justin. Yes, sir. Your uh, favorite show you've been booked on. Oh man. We're gonna get into the negatives here in a minute, but. Uh, yeah, well, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm all at home. Favorite man. show you've been booked on. Uh, probably again, uh, San Diego American Comedy Club. Okay. That that was a lot of fun because it's it's probably the only it's, I mean it's a booking in a comedy room. It's a great it's a great crowd and I just kind of weasel my way into a, four just great comedians and I was sandwiched in the middle. Hell and, yeah. And it was just it was the crowd was there it was perfect and I had been I had been going for about two years strong at that point. Okay. In San Diego. So. Okay. So who were, who were the four comics that you got sandwiched in? Oh man, uh, the only one I can really remember is because this is the dude that beat me at a, at that same year. He beat me in a comedy contest. I got second. He got first. Richie uh, Richie Estrada. Oh okay. Real real funny dude. I think he might still even be based down there. He might be in L.A. now, but he was very very funny. Beat me out, which I mean, like he he definitely beat me. Like it was for sure he. But you know, I was glad to at least. 
How many minutes did you have to do? I had to do 12. 12 minutes? Yeah. I Two been, years in? Yeah. Okay. Two years in there. I had, I mean... I How well had, did it go? I was probably about four years deep in comedy at that okay. point. Okay. It, it went... I, I thought it went great. I wish I would have... I wish I had video for it. There is some... Uh, one of the people that did a lot of the video work, he got in heavy into cocaine and uh, lost a lot of yeah. Lost that, a lot of the that stuff. That was kind of the, a in problem the editing process. with the San Diego scene. <laughs> was that yeah, there was a lot of cocaine in San Diego going on the comedy scene. Yeah. Oh no, that sounds terrible. That sounds <laughs> horrible. It's, it's good and it's bad. Yeah, it's a double-edged sword. <sighs> but uh, unfortunately, the person in charge of a lot of the video, yeah, kind of. He actually destroyed Dylan, the the owner of, of of my house and everything. Like he actually destroyed his house in San Diego. Oh no! On a on a misunderstanding, but that's 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 for a different podcast. <laughs> that should be part two. We gotta have part two now. That's for Justin's diary. Yeah. yeah. There's a couple of pages in the diary. A couple of things are crossed out. Names so might be changed to uh, yeah. protect the guilty. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you already snitched. <laughs> Adam, same question. Uh, what, can you repeat the favorite, question? Favorite show you've been booked on? Favorite show I've been booked on? Yeah. Mm. That first one he was talking about. Yeah, that first one. That <laughs> first one, that was the best. I got paid for two days. Uh, only worked one. Yeah, only worked oh, one. shit. That show I've been booked on. Um, favorite show, not best. Favorite. Favorite, favorite show. Personal favorite. I don't know when I opened up her own Benjamin like a little bit ago. Yeah, that and you had a good set too. I saw that set because right? his video guy wasn't on cocaine. Because <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't in San Diego. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. It was like cool because like I got to. It was like a sold out four hundred person crowd, and then my parents were there too. My, my parents literally took the last two seats that were available. Like I was Fuck. like, can I get my parents in for free? They're like, there's two seats left. And it's like tell them they're full. Make them standing remote. Yeah, <laughs> cool. I mean. It, it led to some not so cool things, you know. I met a good person out of it, but I also met my ex out of it, so oh. <laughs> it's like whatever. But so it's, it's good and it's bad. It's good. Well, that came after the show. The show was great, though. Yeah, yeah. that's what's up. All right, Justin, go back to your first year. What were some of the struggles you had uh, in Oklahoma finding places to perform? Okay, I mean, really, like you, like we, we were lucky to have. I mean, you got the Looney Bin in Oklahoma, the Looney Bin in Arkansas. Okay, and uh, I mean that was in Oklahoma. Like when people in comics set goals, it's like. Do good enough at Looney Bin to go to Arkansas. Like that, yeah, so Oklahoma has some low bar, but there's some really great comedians out there, and that's what the I scene hear. is blowing up, and it should definitely be checked out. That's what I hear from like people that come from smaller towns. They're like, dude, it's like I had to drive two and a half hours to get to a mic. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I got to drive like 20 minutes with friends. It was like, very, it was very so kind of di- like, in, in Oklahoma. It was very DIY, where it was just like we've got to go to places and just make mics like you just have to make it happen at pizza places or opening up for bands or a a lot of just bad mics a lot a lot of mics that pop up last maybe a month and they fizzle out so that was the biggest struggle finding places to perform for sure. all right i have to take a shit so we're gonna take a break wow. <laughs> sick okay we are back i had to take a little brief uh, colonoscopy and uh, I'm sorry the bidet is broken yeah by the way <laughs> yeah we're out of toilet paper in that bathroom too <laughs> well this ain't the Ritz <laughs> the bidet is just Justin like spraying your asshole with yeah the with the hose <laughs> it's, just, yeah, it, it's just a little Windex I gotta do this for Charlie all the bidet. time yeah. <laughs> alright Adam you're six months into comedy what struggles are you having 
Uh, I was just way better than everyone. It was hard to be that much better than everyone. You know? Yeah, people are gonna love you on this. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, way, my to, struggles, way to be a good no, guy. No, my struggles. <laughs> I, my struggles when I started is I just ran all my jokes together and just like wouldn't give people a chance to laugh at them because I was just I was just nervous to. Like, Step, get, yeah, stepping on. So I just material. stepped on my own material for a while until I like I had good writing, you know, pretty early. But it was just like my stage presence was garbage, my delivery was garbage, my timing was garbage. So that's all shit. I had to it's like all that shit. That, that, yeah. All that shit that <laughs> happens when you're six months in. Yeah, exactly. So, what was your favorite joke you were telling six months in? Ooh. Uh, my gay brother joke, probably. You okay. Know, what I've been doing, I've been doing that. What everybody has, everybody has a gay brother. Bit right now. <laughs> Harrison does. Yeah. I do. Gay brother bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a joke. I start back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, your favorite joke you were telling six months in. Uh, probably I'd, uh, I, I do like a little bit where I'd ask like a parent, like kind of like the paranoid schizophrenic inner dialogue, inner monologue, but then I'd start trailing off and look off into the distance and literally have a conversation with myself and then like reference the crowd and talk about how I need to steer it back and then just go into another joke. Can you do that bit at Rebar next week? Oh, man. <laughs> It's, well, the problem is, is that I didn't realize the setup, like, you know, do paranoid schizophrenics have inner monologue and inner dialogue is kind of a street joke, so, yeah. like, I don't, that's why I kind of worked that one out, but, but it was kind of fun to start off with that, and then just kind of, I, I would just veer off and start talking into the distance, and, like, I was, I, I, it's hard to explain at this point, because it's been so long, but it was, I do remember it being my favorite bit. Okay. I remember being crushed finding out that part of it, that the premise of it was kind of a street joke and having to take it out. Damn it. Yeah, You're just like crushed. Really, you know, that's been kind of my whole career is finding out everything I've done. It's all been done before. It's all and better. It's <laughs> all been done before. But yeah, it, it, that, that, that joke definitely sticks out to me the most. Okay. You can open for anybody next week. Who are you opening for? Anybody at all. Anybody. Any comic, any professional comic, any level. Uh, Dana Gould. Dana Gould. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Adam, same question. Chumbawamba. <laughs> Are they comics? Can I oh, change my answer? Comedy? I also want to open for Chumbawamba. <laughs> you guys got a fight over who's hosting? I win that fight. I love Chumbawamba. <laughs> I love Chumbawamba. He, he will. And he you have to, you <laughs> have to know the most facts about Chumbawamba to get the gig. Who's winning? So like three facts. <laughs> they are musicians. We're off to a strong start. They made an album called Tub Thumping. That that is the name of the album. Also the single, unfortunately. And there's songs about perseverance. Uh, perseverance. <laughs> perseverance. Oh yeah. <laughs> I like that pressure <laughs> shit. We've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> we are drinking. What are we drinking? Oh, let's. Justin? You know what? But we should probably not admit that. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably not advertise without consent. We're so just like, did they really advertise for us? We're drinking Lore Foco. Vibes <laughs> <laughs> with Lore Foco. I love Tyler Jolly's bit where he's like, I work at this place called the Fuxor. What the fuck? God damn. <laughs> it's like, and then he's like, and then he's like, uh, I'm, I'm seeing that some of you don't get it yet. God <laughs> like, damn it. Oh, it's so good. Uh, can I can I be fired from comedy immediately, please? Uh, absolutely. It's funny as one time I I introduced him as Tyler, not so jolly. <laughs> oh my god! Got I was there for that. <laughs> got him. And I hate how much I laughed at that because he told me he was gonna do it, and I'm like, it's so stupid. And then he did it, and I still laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I still laugh. All right, myself. Adam, you get offered a hundred thousand dollars to never do comedy. 
I take it in a heartbeat. Are you taking it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, and you also just suck a dick. He's like, yeah. still, answer stands. Yeah. It's like, a hundred thousand? I'll sell out for five bucks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, same question. hundred thousand dollars tomorrow, never can perform on stage again. And only on are stage? You, are you <laughs> <laughs> okay, never. I, I can still do TV. Because no. I've done TV before. <laughs> right, you're like, I just jump. <laughs> guys, I have so many credits. So many covers. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I mean, yeah. How to make a murderer part two. <laughs> I definitely would. I could pay off, like, you know, I could pay off a lot of stuff. I could pay off my mom's house. I feel like that. I'm and doing it like, and, and then I could live in my mom's house forever. Then right? you made it. You made it. <laughs> right. You're like, I bought my mom's house, so. The thing is, though, I'd probably, I'd probably fuck up and get busted doing comedy. Yeah. And pay you'd, be like, dude, like, you'd be doing, like, like a trench coat. Yeah, like we're a, fucking addicts. We gotta, yeah. get, our, we gotta nah. get our fucking uh, attention. Some sort of underground Kladenstein open mic, you know, yeah. that stuff. We gotta like knock on the door. He's like, I was doing slam poetry, I swear. <laughs> I can only do don't tell comedy. <laughs> hey, you could do like a whole special of not comedy nowadays, you know, and they'll put it on Netflix. So I'd yeah, be upset. Like that one lady? I'd, yeah. I'd be upset with myself, but I'd take it. Man. <laughs> Straight up, man. I think I'd probably do it too. Ask me that in five years to be like, yes, definitely. <laughs> like, it's only ten grand, right? No, I'm kidding. By then, I'll be set. I'll be like, no, I'll never give it up. Yeah. That's the dragon, <laughs> the dragon I'll always chase. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite mic right now, Justin? What's your favorite place to go do comedy in Vegas? Oh, man. Probably probably Rebar, just because I just absolutely love it and I've been there the most. And the competition aspect of it is great. I think it's usually fair. Usually. usually. Marcus, I'm looking at you. Oh, my but I really like Backstop. 12-time champion. I really like Backstop. If yeah. it wasn't way, way out there, like, I love Backstop. Backstop yeah. is a great Adam, solution. you really like Backstop? Not Backstop. Well, I guess it's not a yeah. mic. But, it's not a mic, yeah. but it's, uh, Manny's just a good friend, and it's like, that's my only excuse to go hang out with him, really. So, yeah. You're like, I gotta go to Boulder City. Well, that, well. Yeah, that, it's like, uh, you know, it's a good crowd, and it's like, not only that, but it's like, that mic's been going since I started, basically. So it's like, when well, I go it was a mic at first, wasn't it? It and was then, never a mic, but uh, it was okay. always. But me and Manny have been friends since it started. So anytime I wanted on the show, he'd throw me on the show. So I'll go there anytime I want. He's just a homie. He's like, uh, it's cool because if some dude had a problem with me. And he's trying to get me off the show, and he's like, nah, his grandfather did. You know, he's just been that. Like we've known each other that long. So like, if I can go anywhere, I go there because then he'll give me a little bit of weed, some booze, some money, probably. You know? Yeah. If I don't bitch out after three minutes, if Manny's gonna sponsor this, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like somebody paid to be sponsored. <laughs> I'll suck your dick, Manny. He will. The thing that's crazy is I have I have like te- five shirts, and two of them are Man Fred Hein comedy shirts. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quality shirts. Yeah, well, that I'm a big fan. I'm like president of his fan club. I run it and I do the blog and everything. Nice. Not really. I know. That's why it's not. <laughs> that's why it's not. But I would. Well, but I would. Adam, you're not doing comedy. What's your next dream job? What are you doing? Um. What's paying the bills and making you happy? Ah, uh, do you know, I like being an audio tech? It's cool. You know? Yeah. It's a good job. Job, you know. And it's like I like being a part of the live show. A good job, time. job. Yeah. It's a good job, job. Yeah. If I was gonna sell out, that's how I do it. I hate how much sense that makes. As strange as the verbiage is, <laughs> like it's a good job, job. It's like, yeah. Well, my dream job would be like fucking bitches. Gigolo. <laughs> Fuck, I don't even know. It'd probably be like no. I mean, like I would be starring in that Richard Gere movie, Gigolo. <laughs> I'd just be doing it better. <laughs> <laughs> just be doing it better. Justin, same question. 
Um, uh, touring musician. Yeah, the thing that oh, back to that. you can pick that back to that. fucking music. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the, like I said, again, I started doing comedy because after going on a couple tours, like you miss the stage so much, you do just about anything to get up there, and it was well, not for me. Dude. It was that or do chasing the dragon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, no, because I mean, I was in a band too, but for me, I just I never really identified as a musician. I did it because I was in a band with my friends that I grew up with. Mm -hmm. But it's like once I got past that, it's like, and I did comedy. I felt like I was doing the right thing when I did comedy, you know what I mean? He, yeah. still, he still fucking identifies as a musician, you know? Oh, no longer, unfortunately. In fact, I had to deal with that whole, like, finding a new identity when I wasn't a musician. That yeah. was actually uh, really... And that's kind of what led me into comedy because so much of who I was was up there on the stage. Like, it, it, def it, defi it defined me so yeah, much know, sure. that if I wasn't up there, I didn't know who I was. It was a real identity crisis, so comedy kind of... Helped me out with that, but or maybe it didn't because it made me stop pursuing music. I don't know. I guess well, that only dealing, time will tell. Dealing with multiple people in a band's like dealing with multiple bitches in a relationship almost. Well, I'm like, better. I'm better with people than you, Adam. <laughs> so for me, it wasn't so hard. Not with comments like that, fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dick. <laughs> God, I can see why he hates you. <laughs> Uh, no, but yeah, that's, that's the thing is, like, uh, it's like I don't, it's like the little, dude, I just had this, you know, my friends forever, dude, and I don't even talk to them anymore, but it's like, it's just because, like, like the little things, you're around them so much, the little things start to annoy you, and it's and like... And politics is, makes oh that Oh my god, because everyone yeah. wants to go in a different way musically, and then you also have people that it's like, they're invested in it different ways, and they expect different payouts. Well, then you, and then you get contracts shit. involved, the worst thing, the worst thing to bring into, into friendship is some kind then of Then ego gets involved, and you're just like, then you have a bunch of egomaniacs trying to grab at their piece of the pie, and it's just like, ah, fuck this, I don't want to... Okay. Comedy. I don't have to deal with any of that shit. With music, I have this weird, like, thing. So I used to manage bands and shit. I was hanging out with a band called Limits. They were on my record label. Whatever. Not a big deal. <laughs> lead, uh, but kind of big. Yeah. dropping. Yeah. <laughs> lead, lead, lead guitarist is this kid named Ricky. And he plays in another jam band with a drummer. They're like a thrash metal, do 23-second songs. Like, okay. it's sick, right? But that drummer... <laughs> Grind thrash. Yes, but that, but that drummer is related to one of the dudes in Our Last Night. And how Our Last Night... I like O-U-R-R. -R, yeah, Our Last Night. So Our Last Night does this thing where it's like one guy who signed the contract, he does all the business, and then he just hires the other mu uh, musicians. What what's that uh, documentary, Adam? A uh, hired gun? Have you ever have you ever seen yeah, this? Yeah, good, good it's it's literally just about musicians who are in that where someone has a group and like you're literally just hired to perform either recording right. and you or, get paid. You but know. not only that, but, but they recorded, zero recognition. But they recorded yeah. a lot of the parts great of the records too, and even sang yeah. for some of those I, singers. They'd also I be a think, great sponsor. Also, I just think be. that's like a really <laughs> smart way of handling the side of business because if you have one person making all the decisions. You don't have that one person fucking having to deal with the drummer who wants this and the bassist who wants that. Yeah, that extra yeah. thing. Yeah, but then that's if a they're lot more level-headed, too. But then that's yeah. a lot of a thing to put on one person not bouncing some ideas on some other heads, too, so it's a double-edged sword, you know, which way True, I'm sure, he, I'm sure he goes, hey, guys, how would you feel about this? But I think he makes I'm all sure these... I'm sure there's communication, but as I think far he makes all the executive that, decisions yeah. of the band. And that is important because it, people need to play their strengths, and that's that's one thing... Like, some but, people just aren't good at business. And no, like, fuck that. <laughs> it's just about the music, guys. Just about the band. Yeah, like when you have just that many people coming tell together, all those people need to play to their strengths. Like yeah, you, I thought this was... You have someone that's... Well, yeah, we're, we're going on a tangent, but if you have someone that's 
that's good at promoting you, they need to do the promotion. If you have someone that's that's good at booking, you need to have them. Yeah. And uh, everyone wants to be involved in all of it, obviously. But yeah. if you have a group where everyone wants to play to their strengths, and the same thing can be said about a comedy scene. If everyone in the scene is is doing what they do best and not combating for that space, then mm -hmm. it, it everyone thrives. See, but what about in a band if you're not good at any of it? Like, what happens to you? Yeah, what if you're just then really... Then you're going to come what if you're, <laughs> Fuck you, I'll fucking fight you. You take that back. What if you're really good at bass and just nothing else? Then, you <laughs> then, actually, then you'll always be an asset, really. Yeah. Well, then you'll play bass, but you'll get like 10% of the revenue. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like 8%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. cut down. No, I, yeah, yeah. Bassists and drummers, they get no play, but literally, like, they're the backbone. Get, they're the, the backbone band. of any album. Try playing I mean, without really, that's, yeah. that's your rhythm section. I mean, you used to go and record that first. You wouldn't have a song without that bass line. Yeah, they're, the thing they're the first ones in. Not last ones out, but the first ones in. Yeah, well, it goes. <laughs> when, when we did it, it was time. it went. Huh, it fucking went. I think it went drums, rhythm guitar, bass, like lead and vocals and shit. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know how to do it. Well, you was the rhythm guitar doing the writing? No. Oh, okay, I'm like that sounds like that kind of situation, but for for us, it was always yeah, drums and drums and bass first. I don't know if we did bass first. I, it might have been bass first, then rhythm guitar. I can't remember. That's what I meant. Like, you ever record a comedy CD? It's a mic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's awesome. You don't, need, you don't even need to fucking pick. You know what I mean? Like, it's like and the thing is, like, that's another thing that sucked. Is I had equipment that was always breaking down. I put so much money into my rig; it was ridiculous. More money than I ever made from doing fucking music. You know? I mean, we played some. I mean, we played with the Offspring. We played with Unwritten Law. We played with. Uh, Name surge, dropping, surge, you know, <laughs> from fucking. Uh, I thought you meant the soda. <laughs> I was gonna, that would have been a better credit than surge from uh, System of Down. Can we hit them up for a sponsor? <laughs> Should we hit the bong before we do this? Said Trevor Sternad. I'm not gonna like take that. Um, so you you have to move to another city to do comedy. Where are you going to? To do comedy specifically? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if I had to move to another Tulsa, city, Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> I mean, there is a scene there, but <laughs> I'd. Uh, I mean, if I had to move somewhere, I'd go to San Diego, no matter what. And and there's already a scene there. Mm -hmm. But uh, if I had to move somewhere specifically for comedy, I'd I'd like to go East Coast again, and try New York out. Really. Okay, Adam. Same question. Dude, I would think I might go to like honestly either Denver or like Texas. Oh, um, Texas has a good. I hear team. there's some good uh, fucking kind of like. Uh, Texas is so big though. That they make some litters. Uh, but where's the place? Where's the place? Uh, I don't know. There's one place. Austin. I would Austin, love to that's go to Austin. Austin yeah, okay. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Austin and Denver have here have good scenes, and I think those would be good scenes to grow in before going to like New York or LA. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because uh, I don't think you're going to get the same opportunities there, but I think it'd be a different good scene besides Vegas to go check out, you know? Yeah. For me, yeah, New, New York, just because it's so... Uh, uh, I've never... I've lived on the East Coast, if, never done comedy there. Oh, really? I would so go to New York. So that would be interesting. If, if the thing... If, if I could afford it, I would definitely go to New York. That's where I'd go. I yeah. think. Sh Chicago's a close second. If your bills though. are Chicago's paid, you're going to New York? Second. Yeah, it's just like trying to handle that nut and then do comedy. I don't it's know so about all that. so fucking hard. Yeah, you know, yeah. so... Chicago's a real close second for me though, because I've never I visited Chicago a lot. I got friends in Chicago, but I've never uh, I've never lived there, and I know there's a great scene there. So, but but for me, New York, something about going to the East Coast and checking it out would be. So cool. you've done comedy in Oklahoma, San Diego, Las Vegas. That's Where next? Really, that's really where about next. It. Where's the next place you want to go? 
Uh, I mean, I was one to uh, move to New Orleans for a little bit. Hell yeah. I, I Hell hear yeah. Scratch checks that that's a good time. Yeah, I did. Really? I did, I did about a month in New Orleans. I did a week. And the only... New Orleans is a great place. I'm not going to shit all over it. Yeah. It's unique. <laughs> but there's one thing that I have a gripe about. I went to a mic one time, and this guy started half an hour late. Good start. And then he did <laughs> ten minutes in between every Was he black? <laughs> <laughs> We were in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, hey, but he did ten, he did ten minutes in between every comic, and I was just like, guy, like I'm trying to hit these other and, mics. And the comics are what getting like three minutes apiece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy's doing like ten avant garde, like fucking like artsy comic jokes and shit, like for the back of the room, and there was only like eight of us. I feel like was this on a boat restaurant? <laughs> no, 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 no. Were this was playing, were they playing poker in the poker room? Oh man, you know what I mean? I it was a bringer show. You had to bring at least three gators to go on stage. <laughs> <laughs> and some gumbo. Yeah, well, that, that goes without saying. Right? Yeah. I thought they served gumbo at the door. All right, random question. Your favorite starter Pokemon, Adam? Dude, uh, Charmander. Okay. Justin. Uh, starter is in, what are we talking about? We talk about the starter. card game, we talk about the game game. No, we're talking about Starter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. talking about Starter Pokemon. Take it to nerd level. Yeah. Charmander, Bulbasaur, Squirtle, Pikachu. Yeah, Charmander. Uh, I, I, I prefer high defense Bulbasaur. I, You're taking Bulby? Yeah. You're yeah. taking Bulb, even uh, though it's the hardest one to in the starting first. Is like, it? I didn't know that. He's like dude. the hardest. He picked bitch ass Bulbasaur, dude. Yeah, what a f- bitch. <laughs> Nice save. (laughs) What a a fucking bitch. Bulbasaur can't kick flip and he definitely pushes Mongolian. Yeah, he's Mongolian. Also, Uh, I love love Bulbasaur because as a child when I would watch Pokemon and he would say his name, I thought he was saying Balsasaur. And that was so funny to me, like right before attack. And I'm like, that's why he's so angry. You know what's funny is on on the Game Boy game, I used to name my Pokemon Fuck Yourself. So go, go fuck yourself. Oh, God damn it. (laughs) So you've been a hack your whole life. Yeah, <laughs> since he was ten, he was like, "I'm a hey, fucking hack." the womb. Hey, find the other person you can name their dinosaur or their their Pokemon. Fuck yourself, and then I'll be a hack. All right. <laughs> Until then, I'm just original as fuck. <laughs> all right, Adam, you're stuck on a desert island with one album. What are you taking? Thrice Illusion of Safety. Man, Sick. wow! I thought right he was gonna say Chumbawamba. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. This guy is dedicated to the bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, tub thumping. Ah, you got me conflicted now. Justin. Name one other song from that album. Ah, uh, pterodactyl. Can we play a cricket sound? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you caught me, dude. I'm not that big of a fan. I, I have like the sound song. effects later. I just like that one song, but that one song's all you need. Justin, trick question. Go to an island, one album, but it's a country album. Oh. What is it? Uh, Garth Brooks Rodeo. Oh my god! Dude, uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> I mean, it's right. it's it, I in Oklahoma, I grew up in Oklahoma. You yeah. know, like I know that album inside and out, so it would provide a lot of enjoyment, nostalgia as well. We're like Oklahoma. Uh, ah, he got me. He got, got me. He got me. Got him. I good. can't believe I never thought of that. Before. End of the podcast. That's right, it. Yeah. That was good. Adam wins the podcast. Adam wins the podcast. <laughs> I didn't even know it was a contest. <laughs> What do That's I get? Why you won. What do I get? A $15 gift card? Alright. He gets to ask the next question. That's what he wins. There you go, Adam. Ask us a question. <laughs> that wasn't a question. Right. You can't put me on the spot like that. Sir, um, no. Okay, okay, okay. Um, 
Yeah. Gotta, <laughs> All right, we'll let him think about Come that. Come back to me. Come back. We'll let him think about that. That was so close. Justin, we're on the edge of our seats. Okay, marry, fuck, kill. Okay. Oh no. Okay, this, this is gonna be a hard question. Marry, fuck, kill. If he says Adolf Hitler, I'm gonna be so upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't pronounce Adolf, right. Adolf Hitler. Yeah, Adolf Hitler. Oh shit! Okay. Look what you did. Mussolini Stalin. and Stalin. <laughs> and Mussolini. All right. Uh, can I go first? Roll the dice, flip a coin. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever uh... killed the most, I want to marry that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, that went off the rails so quick. First of all, We're who's, not... who's Mussolini? Yeah. <laughs> Adam's not allowed to ask any more questions. My Italian grandmother is fucking so angry with me right yeah. now. <laughs> Justin. Stop stalling! Ah, <laughs> uh, God so Adam wins again. <laughs> All right, guys, that's the end of the podcast. Get it? Because Joseph Stalin? Ah, uh, he doesn't get it. Uh, Justin. I think he's Putin us on. Justin. <laughs> that was kind of good. He almost killed each Fuck this people. terrible bit. Justin. Best comedy advice you've ever gotten. Quit. Quit. <laughs> yeah. You got me too. No, uh, uh, really, it's just uh, if you think it's funny, do it. Okay, that, worst comedy advice. Play to the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Play to the crowd somewhere. Yeah, no, I, I mean, like, it's... I no, think like, read your crowd and play for the crowd. Is it's different. very different because to me, play to the crowd means play the lowest common denominator. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it basically means try to appeal to everyone and don't take any chances. Yeah, that's... Especially the way that it was given to me where it's like, I know you think that's funny, but you need to play to the crowd, you know, like... Mm. Adam, same question. Best advice you've ever gotten? Be funny, fuckface. Get ready to ask me a question. And worst. Worst comedy advice? Um... Did Be Funny Fuckface, did that come from Victor Hernandez? <laughs> that sounds <laughs> at, like hat, so. at, at Hard Hat? No, that was just me giving advice to myself. <laughs> Victor used to do that too. Victor would walk up to me and he goes, you're, you're next. Oh yeah, by the way, don't fuck this up. And I was like three weeks in, and I was just like, oh. Yeah, that's what I got. No, yeah. Well, and then the worst advice I get is like, oh, if you want to be good at comedy, just keep doing comedy. It's like, oh, really? Yeah, it's no like, It's the been... most, like, fucking, uh, fucking passive-aggressive, like, uh, dumb advice I've ever heard. Oh, just keep doing it. Yeah, yeah just, keep, right. just keep Oh, doing you mean to get good at the thing I want to be good at? I got to practice? Oh, like, what the fuck? You got to do it for 10,000 So many hours? people gave me that fucking condescending advice in the beginning. I was just like, yeah. You shouldn't name names. Who gave you that? Ah. <laughs> Who said that uh, first? Marcus Dietz and Justin Cotter. <laughs> yeah. Those fuck faces. <laughs> I told him to quit. <laughs> I was like, please quit. Uh, Justin, uh, you get to ask a question. All right. Uh, Marcus, when, uh, what's the closest you've ever gotten to quitting comedy and why? Every single day of my life. Um, now, I... Uh, or have you ever quit before? I've taken a lot of breaks myself. I've so. taken a few, like a week off kind of thing. I did, never... did something particular trigger that? or It's shitty to say, but like I'm sensitive, so other people's opinions really bother me. Like yeah. uh, the other day, somebody told me but I only comedians have... Comedians have thin skin. This yeah, is no breaking way, news. Right? Yeah. Uh, somebody the other day said I only have three minutes of funny material, and that hurt. Okay. That, that kind of hurt. That should have been played your ego, because you only got like two, really. <laughs> yeah. I'm just joking. Yeah. Yeah. Was, was it Adam that said that? I'm trying to give 
your book doing 12? I'm just joking, You just gave me an opening. Yeah, so. Uh, um, you never opening for anyone again in this town. Yeah, listen, but that really okay, hurt I'll me. Okay, I'll That really hurt me. And, I, and I, get really, I get really sensitive when I hear shit like that. Hey, or when yeah. I hear people that I kind of respect or like talking shit. Hey, no, it's you know just the attitude. I've been in a similar situation. Fuck yeah. yeah, fuck them. Right, fuck them. That's the only. Uh, fuck them. If they have a problem with you, fuck them. That's the only uh, attitude to have towards bitches. Is, is is that? Would you say that's the closest you ever met? That's the closest to comedy, comedy, Well, yeah. I mean, I not in that particular situation. That's one that's kind of affected me. But it's right. pretty much the same thing. Like if I if I, I'm cool with everybody, like I'm buddy buddy with everybody. I support people. I watch people. I you know I'm like hey good shit. Yeah, no, you're in you the know, scene. Yeah. That kind of thing. But when I do that for somebody, and then I hear that they were talking shit, I'm just like, dude, why? Like, what is to be gained? Yeah, what is to be gained? Like, mm-hmm. I'm a nice person. Adam, same question. What's the closest to, or have you ever quit comedy and why? I'll never quit comedy. I want to quit everything except for comedy. Right. You know what I mean? What's the closest you've ever come to being like, ah, you know? Honestly, ah. I feel like because uh, I just... I don't even want to get into all this. Oh, this sounds hey, like a good question then. Oh, oh, hey. oh, we could do about an hour. So. <laughs> you got to cut it off in an hour? Yeah, no one's going to listen this far anyway. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to bear my so soul. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> really? I Nobody's like, listening. Bear I feel yourself. like I just, like, I just get in a lot of arguments with people, and because of that, it's like I've been kind of like... Uh, I don't know. I just piss people off being opinionated, you know? Yeah. So it's like, uh, it's like when I see this, like I can get booked outside of Vegas better than I can get booked inside of Vegas. It's like, I'm just like, why am I even wasting my time? You kind of turn sour on the scene well, a little bit. Well, a lot so. of it is just like my political views and shit, but it's like, I don't even do that in my comedy. You know what I mean? So I'm no, like, I've well, never heard you do so it. So I'm like, the thing once, is like, yeah. I do that in my social profiles though, and that pisses people off. And because but yeah, that I, and unfortunately, that's the thing that like bothers me sometimes is the like the politics in it. I don't know, yeah, it's I like, know. yeah, I pissed you off on Facebook, but like I also also make the crowd laugh. Exactly. But also, the, the problem is, is that as comedians, we use social media as a platform to get our product out there. So unfortunately, even when we have a character we play on stage, the things we say on social always... media, it, ble- it bleeds together to where people don't really, and a lot of the lay person, the non-comedian, doesn't really know that what you're doing on stage isn't really who you are. Right. So yeah. when they see you post something, they might think that, is this in character, is it not? Or even worse, this is just who that person Listen, is. Listen, that one thing, shitty thing I said, it was to get follows. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hashtagged it and everything. And, and, it, pro- and it probably worked. <laughs> and it you know? did. Like it had but it, there was probably backlash yeah, as well, Yeah, there was definitely right? backlash. So I think there is something I did it for the bit, that, you know? Yeah. I was like, well, the shitty things I said, I meant to the core, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like every shitty thing I said I don't like me. Mexicans, you know? No, He's like, I'm paraphrasing. Said Adam Waddle. Waddle. Adam no. Scott Waddle was the a one disclaimer, who said Disclaimer, I love the Mexicans. And <laughs> the Mexicans. you call them the Mexicans. The Mexicans. The Mexicans. I don't think I can put this out. <laughs> we, we, can, we, we can fix this in post. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't like the ends. Hey, no Mexicans are going to listen to this. Yeah, anymore. it's not in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, we're going to all get me freed. Yeah, whatever. I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been fun. We got some shit out there. We said some things. We did some things. We've drank some beers. Drink some. I'm not gonna remember this tomorrow. Oh yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna tag this shit out of Adam and do it. He's like, "Fuck! What did I do?" This right. is, it's not even gonna be live from the shed. It's gonna you're gonna start a new podcast. Yeah, and just broadcast it under yes. it's Adam Scott Waddle's <laughs> podcast. Yes. All right, one last final question. Your last meal, what are you having? My last meal? Last meal. Oh, you can eat buffet. 
Of what? Uh, <laughs> a little bit of everything? Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm talking like circus, circus quality, you know what I mean? Because oh. I wanted to clean up a mess. <laughs> I wanted to clean up a mess. That's good. I like that. Adam, same question. Ah, oh, dude, what's that shit? We used to eat it all the time. Oh, God damn it. Don't you do this to me. Ah! <laughs> God damn it. All yeah, right, guys. And that pussy. was the end of the podcast. Uh, this is uh, episode six or seven. I can't remember if I'm uploading Anthony's before. It doesn't matter. Hey, this fuck is you. Justin it Cotter, <laughs> Adam Waddle. Where can we find you guys on the social medias where you're offending people? Uh, look me at Justin Cotter on Facebook or The Steve Bennett on Twitter. It's <laughs> <laughs> a long story. The Steve Bennett. All right. Cool. Adam, same fucking derogatory question. Uh, <laughs> Adam Scott Waddle. Just Google it. <laughs> just Google it. I love that. Just Google it. I'm the, first, I'm the first Adam Scott Waddle on there, so. <laughs> All right, this has been live from the shed. I'm Marcus. You hate me. I hate you. Have a good night.